welcome to Jazz South Spotlight, a podcast series shining a light on outstanding jazz talent from the south of England. I'm Kevin Legend and I'll be meeting six bands from across the region who've been specially commissioned by Jazz South to create new music. Originally part of a scheme to perform to live audiences across the south of England, Jazz South Spotlight is a digital reimagination to reach audiences everywhere in 2020 through new tracks. In this series, I'll explore the background, influences and inspirations of each band, as well as playing excerpts from their new work. This week, I'm talking to We Are Leif. Louise Victoria, the band's vocalist, joins me. Uh, Louise, welcome to Jazz South Spotlight. Hi, thank you for having me. So obviously this has been an extraordinary year. We've all been living with the pandemic and lockdown and restrictions. It's had a real effect on, on artists who haven't been able to perform live for the most part. Louise, how has it been for you? How have you been coping with these conditions? Well, it's been really strange. It's been a very surreal year. It, it seems like a bit of a strange blur. I think as with every when the first announcement went out about the first lockdown. It was just one of those things where I don't think anyone knew how to react. And I remember, I think like a lot of people as well, went on my first and last run that week. So I ran very fast and then didn't run again. So I think that was just a bit of a reaction to it. But the implications of gigs and performances, I think at the beginning just didn't really sink in properly. I just, I was seeing the gigs getting cancelled in my diary, but I was pretty hopeful that it was going to be a couple of months and then it would be over. So I think it took until about three months in that maybe I felt like I had a real grieving period where I was really missing performing and it was just like having to lay dormant part of my, I'd say part of my career, but kind of part of my soul. It was really strange. So it's taken a few months to get used to it and work thankfully has since picked back up in the last few weeks. So I've been kept busy. Obviously, it's not the same as before and performances are not a part of that at this time. So, yeah, it's been a bit of a struggle, but kind of good to know that the Bristol music scene is really friendly and there's a bit of a hub. So lots of people know each other here. And actually, that's been really helpful knowing that I'm part of a group who are going through this together. We'll talk about the Bristol music scene in a moment because that's where you're based and it's very important. What you've just said about creating a community, creating a hub, as it were, that resonates with other artists as well. Do you think that there's anything positive or constructive that that has come out of this situation? Maybe the fact that people have been forced to to create these communities or closer communities and and be imaginative in their thinking and how they do things. I was very thankful for my my situation in terms of living space. I live in my friend's house and she had built herself a studio in the garden, just a little studio that she could teach from, which I've taken over. And actually for me, that ended up being my sanctuary for 2020, as it turned out, not just for a couple of months as I thought, but it did encourage me to actually get creative in other ways. I used the acapella app for the first time. I've been seeing people posting things about that just, you know, over the years. And I decided, well, that's a really lovely sort of goal to set each day to go in to the studio, look at the acapella thing. What song do I love? I love making arrangements and backing vocals and harmonies are my jam. So it was a really nice way to still be able to be creative, even if I had to do it solo. So I really enjoyed that and started taking sort of requests from friends and family and sending them 
those versions. So again, in terms of that connectivity, that was a really nice way of not just always checking in with, you know, how are you doing and just expecting a very similar reply. It was a way of me communicating with people in a way that was a little different. I'm my listener, I'm my... I did a lot of personal reflection, personal development in the time. I think you find out whether you're maybe more introspective or maybe you sort of meet people around you more at times like this. And I'm fairly introspective actually. And so I took up yoga actually at the beginning of the year, but that's something that I now do basically daily. And actually, I don't know if I would have gotten into such a daily ritual of that if I hadn't been forced to make that a more important part of my life. That was something, again, another creative output that I'm really thankful for. So the pieces that you've written for the Jazz South Spotlight Commission have some very thought-provoking lyrics as well as nice arrangements. I mean, in, in the track Trinity, you talk about using your mind, your spirit, your vision to wisdom, use your trinity, getting over this tidal wave to test the brave. Can, can you tell us about the inspiration for the lyrics, Louise? It was written by both Mark and I lyrically. Usually I write the lyrics, but actually on this one we collaborated. So Mark wrote the verses and I wrote the choruses. And we both wanted to write something that was kind of about taking control of your situation and feeling empowered to do so. So for me, in terms of the chorus, I kind of wanted this mantra style lyric that it's sort of the thing that you might want to say to yourself just to remind yourself of where you are or anything that might be sort of confidence boosting. And I was quite interested in the triangle and the, the rule of three with triads and sort of the symbolism around that because it's kind of everywhere and so mind body and spirit was one that really came to mind and then wisdom vision and power so those two kind of sets of three as it were were quite important especially for that sort of empowering feeling i was using it for my own sort of self empowerment and mark used his experience sort of more personal experiences to add to the verses so it ended up being like quite a nice combination of personal experience but also you can use this for whenever you need to feel empowered by something okay well let's listen to it now this is trinity by we are life We need to say 
reinvent Our future goes free of shame or hate Binding threads no longer dreads Time to open up the gate That was Trinity by We Are Laith, giving you a mantra to get through troubled times. The other tracks are also very thought-provoking in terms of the lyrics. There's Warrior, and Revolution has a, a sense of kind of drive and determination, optimism, maybe in times of trouble. As eternal life runs in circles. It's a 
it's a very interpretive song. I quite like writing lyrics that are a bit more metaphorical and can sort of be taken to mean whatever the listener wants it to mean. As I see the birth of our children, so I see the... For me, it was about life in cycles, so a very cyclical pattern. And the idea that we can't escape from that, that it's it goes around, you know, like day turns into night and, you know, the hand goes around the clock, those sorts of ideas. And in my mind, it was sort of this idea that we can't be ignorant maybe about I was thinking particularly about environmental warning signs and climate change, things like that. There are ways that, you know, those things will come back round. And so sort of taking responsibility for that and, and really thinking about your place in the world as a, a bit of a whole. So it ended up taking a little bit, almost a bit, a, a slightly spiritual path when I was writing it. idea that we are in a thing that's bigger than ourselves and so I guess the interpretation of that positive or negative aspect is, is entirely personal. Well the music fits into this kind of long lineage of soul and jazz and electronica and, and grooves all coming together so I mean that goes right back to people like Stevie Wonder, Marvin Gaye and then more recently people like Robert Glasper with his band Experiment, Bilal, Erica Badu, Rohi, this really interesting group from Norway who I know you like. Have you always been interested in that kind of meeting point between these different genres? Gretchen Parlato, Taylor Eigsty, Robert Glasper those kinds of artists were probably the first artists I really got into that were jazz, but but also something else and something added into that. So not the sort of more traditional Ella Fitzgerald and Nat King Cole and Chet Baker. So I think it was something that spoke to me for being this more modern take, I guess, of influences and just the idea that it's, I think, a bit messier, actually, to be genre specific at this point in these times. I really love the fact that anything can be kind of thrown in and interpreted and influenced into these artists. I might listen, I might understand, but I know who you are, I see you. I really like that you can stretch out your creative influence, but you still sound like you. I think that's what's really important, certainly to Mark and I. Well, the city where you live, Bristol, certainly has this glorious musical history, which is incredibly eclectic. If we think about jazz musicians like Andy Shepard, Massive Attack, the group who brought together dub and electronics and soul and, and hip hop, and then Ronnie Size and Lamb, these great innovators in drum and bass. Presumably the city has, has given you a lot of inspiration as well. I moved to Bristol five years ago purely because of the music scene. There, there literally wasn't another reason. I was looking for somewhere to go. I knew that I wanted it to be musical. I wanted to find new contacts and new inspiration. Bristol ended up being just the hands down winner. So I just haven't really looked back since moving here. And I think a lot of it is the idea of this kind of legendary music scene. I feel like it's been here for so very long and it's a real established part of the city and you can really feel it. So when I first moved, I was going out to jam nights all the time and there was always something available. Pre-pandemic, you know, you could go out any night of the week and there would be music, there would be live. And I think the quality of the music is amazing 
amazing and I think the musicians are incredible and friendly and it's just such a lovely vibe here. And I do think that the more historical, iconic bands like Massive Attack and Lamb do have a lot to answer for to that. I think that's a really excellent reason, I think, to come to Bristol and really live in that kind of influence. Bristol, a great city musically, which continues to inspire. And no doubt you'll, you'll be drawing on that inspiration. Do you have any future plans, Louise? Will you continue recording in this distance way or? Yes, we are. I think Mark and I have had to really look at what we're doing because obviously, like you say, everything has had to adapt and change. We have a second album coming out. So our first album, Breathe, is available on Bandcamp and was released, gosh, two years ago now. And this year was meant to be the second album and things were obviously slowed down a little bit because of the pandemic. And now we're looking at how to release that in a way that is appropriate for this new age, I suppose, more than anything, you know, everything is going to be much more electronic and over sort of a, a virtual kind of audience. So we are looking into that. We would like to find representation. So that's, again, something we're going to be looking for in the next few months. We are looking at Colchester Art Centre in Essex to confirm a date with them. And we should also be in Devon, I think, towards the end of 2021 but at the moment these dates are all penciled in for want of a better word so when we know that we have a date that's confirmed and ready to go we will absolutely be singing that from the rooftops so you will know about it but at the moment everything is a puzzle piece being put together okay well i definitely look forward to that and i hope that you can put the pieces of the puzzle together just like the rest of us in the future louise it's been a pleasure talking to you thank you so much and to hear Trinity in full by We Are Leif, along with tracks of all the previous podcasts and new commissions, visit www.jazzsouth.org.uk slash spotlight. Next time, I'll be speaking to Kate Westbrook and the Granite Band. Jazz South supports the development of jazz across the south of England outside London. It is led and hosted by Turner Sim Southampton, a concert hall and live music producing organisation, with support from the University of Southampton and funding from Arts Council England. I'm Kevin Legend, and this has been a Two Degrees West production for Jazz South. <laughs>